With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. To the my minister hour Where you can get some pair of chains Nice and fill of power All you gotta do is take one out Treat the words just like some food Then it get devoured It's gonna help you stay focused Grind hard even they don't notice This the holy water Who gon' help me pose Gonna make a plan and put it in motion They do the most when you chose them. This for the ones who I spoke Lift you up when you broken Welcome to the my minister hour Where well, you can get some pair of chains Nice and fill of power All you gotta do is take one hour Treat the words of life for food Then it get devoured Good afternoon And welcome to a Sunday edition of the Mike Minister Hour. I am your host, as always, the Mike Minister. And as always, I count it a blessing. I count it joy. I just count it everything godly to be before you on today. I thank God for another blessed week. I thank God for another blessed day, allowing me to see it, allowing you to see it. We are here. We are here. In spite of what the devil tried to do, we are here. In spite of what some men tried to do, we are here. In spite of sometimes what we did to ourselves, we are still here. God is still blessing. God is still healing. God is still redeeming. God is still keeping. Hallelujah. We just thank him on today. We thank him for everything. We thank him for life, health, and strength. We thank him for activity of our limbs. We thank him for our families, for our jobs, our careers, our businesses. If you have one, we thank him for transportation. I thank God on today. My son was in an accident today. His car got totaled, but he walked away. He did not get hurt. The other person, they had minor injuries, and it was more more of a strain than it was injuries. So we thank God because it could have been worse. It could have been worse. You know, when airbags get deployed, a lot of times people aren't walking away. So we thank God. We thank God. He keeps us, people. He keeps us. What a mighty God we serve. It could have been another way. I thank God on today. Just thank God for the beautiful weather outside. I thank God for just everything I was watching in my yard for the past I'll say about a couple of weeks, my wife and I have been noticing there have been a set of birds, probably about three or four of them that come in the yard just about every day. And it red, it's a red bird. And it looks like at first I thought it might have been the children behind it, but I'm thinking it may be a boyfriend or a little couple because the one bird picks up little seeds or whatever they're picking up in the yard and he's feeding it to the other bird and he waits. And the funny thing to me was the fact that the other bird could just as easily picked up the food itself, but it waited for the bird to feed it. And what dropped in my spirit is sometimes in life, we got to wait on God. We might be right there or we think we right there, but sometimes in life, you got to wait on God because if you wait on God to feed you, then you don't have to worry about spiritual indigestion. If you wait for God to feed you, you don't have to worry about spiritual heartburn. We thank God for feeding us, not only his wisdom, but we we thank him for feeding us his love and all the great things that he feeds to us in our life every day. We just thank God for being who he is. We thank God because God is so merciful. He's so honorable. Just everything that 
we want in life, God has and he is. We just have to give him a chance and we just got to turn everything over to him. So we thank God for just being a part of our lives. We thank God for giving us life. So I say on today as always, you know, we keep praying for just everyone around the world. We're praying for the people that's still re reeling from Hurricane Ida, that's still reeling from the withdrawal in Afghanistan, the wildfires. I saw in a news article there was a, a family that was in one city in California. They left that city to get away from the wildfires only to get to another city that they felt safe. And then wildfires came and they had to evacuate again. You know, sometimes in life we get away from one fire, then another fire comes, but we just still got to trust in God. We still got to allow him to be the forefront of our lives and allow him to do what he needs to do in our lives. Because if we do, do understand God never told us that rain wasn't going to come. He never told us it was not going to be fire in our lives. But what he told us was when those times come, we could turn to him and have shelter. We could turn to him and be okay. That doesn't mean that the rain or, or the fire goes right at that moment. But what you know is you're okay in the midst of it. And we thank God because if it wasn't for him, if it wasn't for him, we would have been gone a long time ago. If it wasn't for him, we would have been gone a long time ago. So we thank God for not giving up on us. We thank God. I pray that everybody had a good week. I pray that the obstacles or the things that you had to deal with this week did not take you out, did not take your joy. If anything, it'll help you understand why God is more important than anything that's going on. It helped you to understand why you need God in your life. It helped you to understand why you need to turn it over to God because God is here to help us. God is here to keep us. God is here to heal us. But again, I've said this many a times, God is not going to force himself on you. He doesn't have to. There is nothing in life that we want that has to be forced on us. When we're ready to eat, we don't have the restaurants calling and beating down our doors. We go to them. When we want to get some medicine, we go to the pharmacy. When we want something, we go out and get it. When you want gas in your car, you go to the gas station. You don't wait for the gas station to come to you because you'll just be without gas. So we cannot treat God that way. We can't just wait on God to come to us. We got to go to him. The difference is you might go to that gas station and they may not have gas. You got to ride to another one and they may not have gas. You got to ride to another one. But see, when you go to God, you just got to go to him and that's it. You don't have to go running around. He's not going to be lacking on anything. You just have to go to him and allow him to move and utilize your life for his glory, for him to get the glory, and for others to see how great he is so they can give him a try. So we thank God on today. We just bless his holy name. On today, as we shift into what we're going to talk about, my topic for today, we're looking at the world, and I just I touched on some things that's going on in the world. We know we could talk about many other things. We didn't even have to leave our, our own house to talk about some things that's going on. We all have issues or situations that we're dealing with. So it's, it's real stressful out here and it's real challenging out here. And on today, what I need everyone to understand is that peace can still be with you. I say again, peace can still be with you you. Now, I know you might hear that title and you say, peace? Man, the only peace I feel right now is when I tell people deuces when I'm leaving out, when I'm getting away from that. And another thing that people are saying, because this is the big thing right now, 
I'm protecting my peace. You hear a lot of people saying, oh, you got to protect your peace. You got to protect your peace. Do what it takes to protect your peace. I'm going to challenge that statement on today. Now, I need you to hear me and ride along with me because, you know, we're on a journey. So I'm not telling you that you're wrong on today for protecting your peace. I just want to give you another way of looking at it that may help you along the way. So instead of saying you're going to protect your peace, how about you just have peace? Think about that for a second. See, when you have to protect something, you're not at peace. If you have to protect your peace, you're exerting energy and a lot of energy and you're doing a lot of things in order to protect that peace. But when you have peace, you don't have to protect it because it's a way of thought. It's a way of life. A monk, you never see a monk, a peaceful monk running around protecting, quote unquote, his peace. He's just peaceful. Peace is a mind state. Peace is a place that you can get to if you choose to. Peace is a place that you have to practice to be there. So what I'm saying to you is you can, there are ways to protect your peace. Yes, theoretically, but being honest, and I'm only telling you from what I see when I hear it from other people, <laughs> the, the protection of the peace, when when I look online or if I'm seeing a video and somebody's talking about protecting their peace, to be honest with you, they're not talking like they're peaceful. It doesn't sound like, hey, uh, I'm peaceful, Corey. I'm just protecting my peace. I'm going to sing these godly songs and I'm going to sit over here and be in my word and be in God's presence. And I'm just going to protect my peace. That's not how y'all sounding out here. What y'all saying is, yo, I'm protecting my peace. If I got to cut you off, if I ain't got to talk to you, if I ain't got to call you no more, I'm protecting my peace. You don't sound too peaceful to me. You sound very combative. So whatever we give off, since people like talking about this energy out in the atmosphere, energy. Let me tell you something. It's the Holy Ghost that keeps you. Energy is something that's in a drink that you drink to give you more energy. But I'm not knocking anybody. If, if that's the way you get to where you're going and energy is the word you got to use, that's fine. But I'm telling you, for me, in my home, we roll with the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost is what's keeping me. So it don't matter what quote-unquote energy you got, because my peace comes from the Holy Ghost, not from somebody's energy. Because, see, the other part of people losing their peace out here is because they're so busy trying to match energy. I saw a video the other day where this lady was talking, and she was sounding combative. I'm matching energy. I used to let people say what they want and let it pass, but I'm matching your energy. Whatever you give me, boo-boo, that's what I'm giving you back. If you give me nasty, I'm giving you nasty. I'm going to match your energy. People that talk like that be the same people talk about they're protecting their peace, but you sound so angry. How in the world I'm going to believe that you got peace anyway? You sound mad to me. But if you think that's protecting your peace, so be it. Who am I to tell you? Because I'm not here to judge or here to knock. I'm just here to try to show you a different way of looking at things sometimes. So normally what I do is I normally start off with a scripture. Not that we're not going to have scriptures, but I want to switch it up a little bit. I want to go first and look at what is the meaning of peace and it says freedom from disturbance tranquility the other meaning says a state or period in which there is no war or a war has ended and that's good I like both of those let me touch on both of those definitions for just a moment so freedom from disturbance tranquility I'm going to take that topic and I'm going to tell a short story 
on what peace really means to give you a visual. There was a king one time that ruled over land and the king wanted to know what the people thought peace was. So he announced this great contest and he told anybody that can draw pictures, I want them to come forward. Anybody that's an artiste, I want them to draw a picture and, and tell me in your own way, what do you see peace as? We're gonna look at these pictures and once I find out who I feel has the best representation of peace, I'm gonna give them a big prize. So of course, the people of the town are talking in there, the painters and the artists are getting their things together, their sculptures together. Some were painting, some were sculpting, some were just making different things, but they wanted to show what peace was. So there came the day where all the exhibits were brought together and the king is going through and the people of the town are looking and they're all talking amongst themselves. Oh, that's a nice picture. Oh, they see a picture of ice cap mountains and they're like, oh man, that looks very snow cap. I'm sorry, I say snow and ice almost the same. Snow cap mountains and they're like, oh, that looks so peaceful. One picture was of a sunset and one was of a river and one was of some trees. And, you know, it made me think of the trees, like when you was younger, the, the, I don't remember his name, but the guy with the afro, they would be talking for an hour and he just pushing the little brush on the painting. And by the time the hour was over, it's like, well, all those trees and birds came from, what kind? but he sounded peaceful. So they had one of those pictures and the people in the, in the city are looking and they're like, oh man, I know one of these are gonna win. Then the king comes and he picks his winner. When he picks the winner, the people are talking amongst themselves. He picks this picture. Why he picks this picture? This is not peaceful. Why in the world he picked? Oh my! The king is going bad. I thought he wanted to know what peace was. Then the king explained to the people why he picked the picture that he did. In this particular painting that he picked, there was a thunderstorm going on, and you could see the clouds were dark, and the picture was very dark. And on the land there was there was lightning in the sky and. The ground looked like it had been through an earthquake and the trees, there were some trees on fire. And one of the trees that wasn't on fire, there was a bird that had a nest and was feeding its babies. And as you look at the picture, because this is how we look at life, we look at all the things that are going on around us. So the people are asking the king, what made you pick this picture? Can't you see all this destruction going on? And the king asked the people, can you not see this bird? feeding its children. In spite of this bird's atmosphere and what was going on, this bird had the peace. And all this bird was doing is going through its daily life and being peaceful with its children. So that story is telling us that no matter what the thunderstorm is around us, no matter if everything is on fire in your life, no matter what's going on around you, you can still have peace because peace doesn't need to be protected it is a state of mind. Now, knowing that it is a state of mind, that means we got to change our thought process. We have to stop allowing outside factors dictate our inward peace. Peace is on the inside. So if peace is on the inside, that means you get peace from the inside, not from the outside. So if you are a person listening today and you are a person that looks around your atmosphere for stuff to give you peace, you're going to lose I'm not saying to you that sometimes you don't go outside and there's a light breeze and it feels peaceful. I'm not saying to you that you don't go outside and sometimes you hear the birds singing and you see the sunrise and that's not peaceful, but that doesn't give you peace. That's a peaceful moment, but peace is something that you carry around all day. So no matter when that person cuts you off in traffic or when you're at work for that extra hour that you didn't expect to be there, or you get in that traffic jam at five o'clock and you're supposed to be home at three, you still got peace.
But again, there's ways to get that peace. There's a way to hold on to peace. But we have to go about the right way in order to get it. And if we're not, if we're not willing to do the things in, in order to get what we need in life, then we're not going to get what we need in life. So, I think there's a good time to start going to some scriptures. First scripture we're going to look at today is 2 Thessalonians, the third chapter, and the 16th verse. And it says, Now the Lord of peace himself give you peace always by all means. The Lord be with you all. The Lord of peace himself. The Lord is peace. So if you want peace, shouldn't you have a relationship with the person who is peace himself? Wouldn't you need, if you needed your car fixed, wouldn't you go to the person that fixed cars? If you need medical attention, don't you go to a medical professional? So if you need peace, I wouldn't be going to Facebook. I wouldn't be going to TikTok. I wouldn't be going to my friend's text. I would be going to God and spending time with God and get my peace from him. If you think about it for a moment, the more time you spend with God, the less time you're spending with the devil. The more time you're spending with God, the less time is it possible for you to get sucked into something that would have you on the wrong side of the fence. The more time you spend with God, the more peace you will have. I'm not saying anything that's rocket science. I'm not saying anything that's in this box that was held from us for years and we didn't understand or didn't know or couldn't speak the language. I'm speaking word. Simply what God wants in your life, what God wants for your life, and what God's trying to bring through your life. You think God made you to not be peaceful? You think when God put Adam and Eve in the, in the garden, it was peaceful. He wanted them to be at peace. He knew if they didn't follow instruction what was waiting on them. See, a lot of times we lose our peace because we go places we shouldn't go, do things we shouldn't do. And then we want to blame others for losing our peace. You think about that time you was about to go out to the club. And in you, we say the energy didn't feel right, but the spirit was quickening you not to go. You was peaceful at home, chilling, had your socks off, watching a good TV show, and you got up, got dressed, did all that, went out there, and people start shooting, or somebody threw a drink on you, or somebody acting a fool. You ain't got peace, and you get back home, and the first thing out your mouth, you didn't even got home yet. When you got in the car, I knew I shouldn't have came here. We throw our peace away too much. We got to make sure that we don't throw our peace away. Now, people say, you know, my minister, I don't be throwing my peace away, man. But just being honest, man, people be getting on my nerves. They be bothering me. Mm. Nobody should be able to dictate how you feel. But if you're weak in that area, I understand. I understand. If you're, I'm an overthinker. My wife is an overthinker. I know overthinkers. So sometimes when you're an overthinker, it's hard to have a peace place because your mind is going all over the place. You're worrying about this. You're worrying about that. You're worrying about others. You're worrying about your bills. Worrying about your finances. You're worrying about all this kind of stuff. So yes, it's hard to stay peaceful. But when I find myself overthinking, you know what I do? I do what Isaiah 26 and 3 says. It says, Thou will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee because he trusteth in thee. See, the stuff that I allow myself to overthink is what takes my peace away. When I start having my mind on God and spending that time with God and getting into his word and getting into his presence, it's not that those situations leave. It's just that 
they're not overtaking me because I'm spending that time with God. God know that stuff going on. So what he lets me know is, hey, I know that stuff going on. I got you. You get in me. Learn about me more. Let me let me help you know better about yourself and strengthen you. So that way, when you leave out here and you go back to that stuff, you handle it differently. We got to start being proactive instead of reactive. Proactive is spending your time with God so God can get you prepared for anything. Reactive is you don't spend time with God and you just out here living and you thinking, oh, well, I got one life to live. You, yeah, you got one. You got one life to live on this earth. But what are you doing for that afterlife? What are you doing for that second life? Because this is this is just temporary. Yes, we think long term and we say, well, 70 years. You know, the young people say, I'm 45. And they say, man, that's old. Abraham lived 900 years. Noah was like 900 years old. So is that really old? I, I'm not even going to see that. We, we have to fix our mind. But also understanding that I'm at peace with that. I'm... You can look at life as you're 45 and, oh, Lord, I'm getting up there. Or you can look at it as the Lord allowed me to see 45. There's many people I know didn't get to see 45 years. So I thank God. That gives me peace. That gives me peace. You know how many times the devil tried to took me out in 45 years? And each time God not let it happen. Even when I was trying to help the devil out in my own inadvertent way. you know, Everybody that's listening know what I'm talking about. There was a time in your life you was helping the devil. You might not have said, hey, devil, I'm going to help you out with your actions and the way you was living. Oh, yeah, she was helping him out, but God still saw fit to keep us. That should give you peace. That gives me peace to know that whatever I go through, I could turn to God and he got my back. That's what peace is. Peace doesn't tell you that things won't happen. Peace don't tell you that you're never going to go through anything. There's never, it doesn't say in the word. Matter of fact, long suffering is in there. If you read through the Bible, a lot of the people in the Bible was going through stuff. The disciples after Jesus left, they were being chased and hunted down. It wasn't they, their life and what they had to deal with wasn't peaceful, but they had the peace inside because they knew who their redeemer was. They knew who God was. They knew who Jesus was. They had the Holy Spirit and they allowed it to have free course. See, my piece, I'm a person that my wife says, that. you know, there's a lot of people that like hanging out with you, but you don't hang out with too many people. But I'm I'm at a stage right now where I'm so focused on making sure I'm in the presence of God and getting what God needs me to get in order to do what he needs me to do for his people that I'm mindful. I'm mindful of where I go because that can affect your peace. Now, for those peace people that say I'm protecting my peace. You can protect your peace in your way without announcing it. What I was talking about earlier is when you announce or you feel the need to tell everybody, that's not protecting your peace. You're, you're actually combating people. Or you're letting people know you have a problem because when you have to tell somebody you're protecting something, you don't sound like you have it. So that means you're afraid of losing it. So I'm not afraid of losing my peace because I could be anywhere in any situation around anybody and still be peaceful. But I'm mindful because whatever you will allow yourself to be around on a on a big portion of your time can affect how you think, how you act, and how you respond. So I'm mindful. We all should be mindful where we are, what we listen to, what we watch, because those things can affect our peace. Case in point, a lot of people don't watch scary movies because you know it's going to scare the heck out of you and you can't sleep that night. That's going to take away your peace. So you already know, hey, those people that don't watch scary movies, I don't watch some scary movies, that's going to that's affect your peace. The same applies in life when you know I'm not going over that house. All they do is act a fool over there, and then I'm going to go over there, and, and what y'all say, that energy going to jump on me. So make sure you're mindful 
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Of what you're doing in life, what you're entertaining in life, because those things can affect how your peace is. Now, another thing about having peace, you should not only want to have peace for yourself. We should be looking to have peace with everyone or for everyone to have peace. So like Matthew 5 and 9 says, blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the children of God. It didn't say blessed are the tell you what I feel. Blessed the, dude, I'm going to give you a piece of my mind. Blessed, oh, I was going to let that ride. And it said blessed the none of y'all. It said blessed are the peacemakers. See, a lot of times, when something is said or done to us, we feel that we have to respond because we're grown now. And I'm tired of, you know, you let, you let five, six, seven people do you wrong purposely over and over and over. Then that eighth person gets to you and they didn't really do you wrong. They did something that they didn't know that you didn't like. And now you want to take all that anger from those other seven people and put it on them. But if you had peace, that stuff wouldn't still be on you. See, when you get to a peace place, that means you've let go of that stuff. You've let go of the hurt. You let, and not that you don't remember it, because I'm going to be honest, I'm not a person that believes in that forgive and forget. And when I say I don't believe in it, I believe you're supposed to forgive. But if you got a mind and you got a memory, you're going to remember. But you just don't keep bringing it up. You just don't live by it, because that's what takes away your peace. So I can understand in the context of what they're trying to say. But to tell me to forget, I can't forget. I can't help but remember. I, I have a good memory. I'm going to remember. But what I don't do is allow that memory to overtake my peace. So, bless are the peacemakers. So, you know, when you want to, next time you want to tell somebody off or somebody says something out the way that really wasn't that serious, but you feel the need to curse them out and let everybody know that you won't be talked to that way. Okay, see how blessed you be. Because the funny thing is, a lot of times when we react, we want to tell people when we tell the story afterwards, well, I acted this way because they acted that way. And that way was wrong. Well, the way you reacted was wrong, too. So, blessed are the peacemakers. They shall be called the children of God. Now, hmm, I know. There are things I say sometimes and somebody's listening and they're saying, man, you'll be talking this stuff like it's so easy. I'm not telling anybody anything on any of these episodes that I haven't dealt with personally. And that I may still be working on. So we, th these things are works in progress. These are not things that you're going to listen and within this hour, you're going to have it. But these are tools and ways to think differently. Because if you was thinking that way for the past five to 10 years, and that's the way you were thinking, and it, and it hasn't gotten you anywhere, don't you think you might need to try a different way? I'm not telling anybody on this episode to be a weak, to be a doormat, to just let everything ride. What I'm telling you is 
no matter the situation, no matter what's going on, no matter how the bills look, no matter how the car is acting up, no matter how the kids are acting, no matter how the job is, you still should be able to have your own peace. And that peace comes from spending time with God, being with God, and allowing God, God, not man, but God, to flow freely in your life. You look at your life right now, you'll be able to tell who you're spending most time with. It, it ain't, it's not something that's hard. But if you really want peace, 1 Peter 3 and 11 says, let him eschew evil and do good. Let him seek peace and ensue it. You got to seek for ways to have peace. Peace is not just going to fall from the sky and land on you and you're going to wake up tomorrow and you're going to peacefully go out of your bed and peacefully grace across the floor and peacefully go through your day. Oh, it's not going to be set up that way because as soon as you get in your car and you're peacefully driving out the neighborhood, you don't hit a pothole and then you get to the road and somebody trying to cut you off and now the light was yellow, but then it turned red. Oh my goodness, I ran through the light. Oh no, the cop's coming. You got to find ways and look for ways to have peace because when you have peace, things around you don't affect you. When you have peace, the outside factors won't dictate that. Peace is from within. Peace is through God. It comes from God, but it's within. And if you lose your peace, it's not that somebody took it from you. It's that you gave it to them. How many times you went to work and that was that day when you saw people acting a fool. You're like, you know what? I ain't about to fool with that today. I'm not going to let them take my peace. That's just the way it is every day in life. You have a choice. I'm not about to allow this foolishness out here to take my peace. Because you know what? Peace is a is a cherishable thing. Peace, some is people out here who got all the money in the world or all the money they feel they need in the world, got everything at their fingertips, but they don't have peace. You can't buy peace. You could buy a piece, a piece of something. You could buy a piece of land, a piece of a house, a piece of a car. Yes, and I say a piece because that one car, is that's just a piece of the whole line of cars that they have. So you just got a piece of it. So again, you have to make sure that you're looking for ways to be peaceful. Just like we look for ways to tell people off. Just like you look for ways to get back at people because it says skew evil. So when that person does you wrong, instead of looking for ways to get back at them or a way to let them know that they hurt you, why don't you search for a way to get peace? Because while you're spending that time that hurt you felt could be gone in that hour that you found peace as opposed to amplifying it in the next two to three to four hours or days or months when you're trying to figure out how you're going to get back at them. It's, it's easy. His yoke is easy. His burden is light. Man's yoke is heavy, and our burden is heavy. So, I'm saying so far, peace be with you, dot, dot, dot. And I say peace be with you, dot, 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 because it's your choice. Peace can be with you, dot, 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 if you choose to. Peace can be with you, dot, 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 if you search after it. Peace can be with you, dot, 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 if you turn it over to God and go through God to get your peace. That's how peace will be with you. Again, it's a choice. Psalms 4 and 8 says, I will both lay me down in peace and sleep for thou, Lord, only makest me dwell in safety. Oh, the sleepless nights. Because that's when peace is really taken. When it's time to go to bed and you lay down and you're looking up. And we're already laying down looking up. But it's amazing how we're laying down looking up. And we're not looking up to see God. We're looking up thinking about all the things that went on today. And 
what I'm going to do tomorrow and oh, how that person spoke to me today and oh my goodness, I got this going on. I got anxiety. I'm going to pay that bill. Oh my goodness. And, and the funny thing, we'll be sitting there talking like, oh Lord, we're not even talking to the Lord. We're just talking. Oh yes, Lord, I don't know how I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Shouldn't you be praying? That's a good time to pray. That's a good time to turn up that trust in God because instead of sitting there wondering, you could be thanking God while you're laying there. God, I thank you for how you're going to help me pay that. Bill. I don't know how you're going to do it, God, but I got the peace and the trust to know that you're going to do it. I thank you, God. You're about to take that bad habit away from me. I'm going to need to do my work, God, but guess what? I know that if I do my part, you're going to help me. I know if I just meet you halfway, God, sometimes I don't even have to meet you halfway. You come over half just to come get me. You, you seek out after me. So God, because of that, I mean, God, you gave your only begotten son, man. I got peace. I mean, you have forgave me for my sins even before I got here. I'm not going to keep adding them on because I know you forgave them, but I thank God I could have been taken out. I'm going to lay down in peace because I know God got me. I ain't got the word. God got a legion of angels watching over me. God loves me so much that he counted every strand of hair on my head. Jesus, you're telling me that don't give you peace? You got the biggest bodyguard ever, ever. You don't even got to pay him. Matter of fact, you know what he wanted payment? Some thanks and praise. To help your brother, man. To be a peacemaker. He ain't, ain't nothing that you got to spend out of your pocket. He'll even give you that. That should give you peace. That should help you get peace. Don't let the world and what's going on out here take your peace. Don't let what people talking about or talking about you take your peace. They don't pay bills in your house. They don't help you. When you got up this morning, you was brushing your teeth. Was they around putting the toothpaste on your toothbrush? Was they washing your face? Did they fix your breakfast? Did they do it? Did they take you anywhere that you needed to go? Stop allowing the world and people of the world take your peace. Our peace is too important. You think about the people that's in mental hospitals because they lost their peace. Peace is one of the most valuable things that you can ever possess. You should cherish it. You love your kids. You love your kids with all your heart and all your being, but at some point in that life, if that kid doesn't act right, you say to them, I got to protect my peace. But you know what? If you already had peace, you wouldn't have to worry about that because no matter what they did, you still have the peace. Now, you draw a line on what you allow. I'm not saying you just let peace. doesn't just say you let things go on. Peace says you're not affected and you're not thrown off by what's going on. And to touch on something else, when I said earlier about the definition of peace and it was saying in the second definition that it was a time when there wasn't war I wanted to touch on that because we got to understand that we have a spiritual warfare and a lot of times that spiritual warfare is within ourselves, and we're going we're dealing with false spirits we're dealing with things outside factors and inside there is a war going on your mind is going on every which way you got all these crazy thoughts coming to you you need to have peace. If you got a war going on within yourself, how can you be trusted or how can you trust yourself to go out here and deal with what's going on outside? That's why we need peace. Only got a couple more scriptures to share with you on this beautiful topic that God gave me to give to his people. Now, this is for <laughs> people that are out here either purposely doing stuff are fooling themselves thinking that they're doing good. Proverbs 12 and 20 says, Deceit is in the heart of them that imagine evil, but to the counselors of peace is joy. I'll make this simple for you. Tomorrow, 
you look at yourself because we shouldn't be out here judging others, but you can tell by seeing how others live. But for yourself, look at how your day goes. Look at how your life goes. How do you set up things? What do you, the little things we do in life is a bigger indication of how our mind and our heart works. What do I mean by that? I'll give you a small example. If you're driving down the road and you're one of those people that somebody goes to pass you in the right lane or somebody goes to pass you, get around, you speed up because they can't pass. I'm not letting you pass me. Nah, nah, mm -mm, mm -mm. I used to be one of those people. According to the situation, now let, me, let me elaborate a little bit on that. If you're just passing me, I don't really care. But if you're trying to pass me and there's really not enough room between me and the car in front of me, yeah, I might ease up a little bit to try to save you from dipping in and causing an accident. I'm just talking about regular driving and somebody passed you. There's people out there that'll be driving 40 miles per hour on the left lane and then as soon as you get over the right to go around them, they want to speed up. I'm talking about that type of people. If you're that type of person, you don't really have a lot of peace. You know why? Because you're, you're so... Whatever you got going on makes you look over at the car that's coming around you and the person that you don't even know. You you so upset that you cannot, they can't even get around you. You're not trying to get out the way. You just don't want them from around you or to get around you. Or then you might be one of those people that kind of look for evil or have deceit in your heart. And deceit could be anger because you could be deceiving yourself. You could deceive yourself to think that you're okay, but you got all this war going on inside you that you haven't dealt with and got peace from. So yeah, deceit is in the heart of them that imagine evil. Now, imagine evil in this context means people who go out to look for evil things to do, but you could think evil all the time or think everything, everybody's out to get you. That's still imagining evil, isn't it? So if your, if your heart is always imagining evil, your actions will be the same. For those people who always got to protect themselves, don't trust anybody, you don't have peace. You're, you're trying to protect yourself from somebody you just met. You don't even know who they are. Or you can't even see the good person in your life because you're so busy trying to protect yourself from this evil that don't even exist anymore. But when you got peace, when you've gotten over those things, those past hurts, when you got peace from your past, peace from the people that left that should have been gone, that God moved out the way anyway because they didn't deserve to be in your life, then you have peace. And when you have peace, you'll be a counselor of peace. And guess what? You have joy. You could tell people who are peaceful. Man, they walk around and just smiling for them. You'd be like, why do you smile so much? They got peace. And peace feels good. You know what peace does? Peace don't come with headaches. Peace don't come with high blood pressure. Peace don't have your heart hurting, have your chest hurting. Peace don't keep you up at night, man. You sleep peacefully. It said in, in the scripture, I will lay down in peace. Peace be with you, dot, dot, dot. Now, to bring this all home for the understanding, I'm going to read 1 Corinthians, the 14th chapter and the 33rd verse. And this, I want you to really, I want you to take everything I said, but really, the next time you're going through, especially for my church family, in these churches and the body of Christ, we got to do better with each other in the world. We got to do better with each other because we all children of God. Whether you go to church or not, whether you believe in God or not, you are a child of God and there is an expectation on your life. Doesn't matter if you deny it. Doesn't matter if you act like you didn't hear it. The, the expectation is there and we will have to account for it. So I am here to tell you that peace is obtainable. Peace is something that you can have if you choose to have it. If you're living in turmoil, if you're living in a situation where it's not peaceful, then you need to change that situation. You need to change your environment by any means, by all means, God will get that peace to you. But you have to, by all means, be ready to receive it because anything God sends is a blessing. 
And anything you miss out on God from is to your detriment. So the last scripture I want to share with you is 1 Corinthians, the 14th chapter, the 33rd verse. For God is not the author of confusion, but of peace as in all churches of the saints. God did not orchestrate your life for it to be filled with chaos or for be filled with hurt, anger, or destruction. God will allow some of those things to come to test your faith, to test your trust, to see if you will keep that peace because, again, there is nothing in the word that says you're never going to go through anything. What it says in the word is no matter what you go through, God will be there. No matter what you experience, God will be there. No matter who leaves, God will be there. So I say in closing to you on tonight that peace can be with you if you choose to go to God to get it. And through God, you can keep it. We thank God for his peace on today. We thank God for his word. We thank God for spending time with us on today. I thank God for you spending time with me. I hope that something was said that helped someone on today. As always, we're asking that on all the platforms that we're on, that you please tune in. I'm asking that you share. I'm asking that just get this word. Get in God's word. Turn to God and allow God to move in your life. Just allow him to move in your life. Just to give a rundown again, I want to leave none of the platforms out. We are on CastBox, iTunes, iHeart, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Deezer, Podcast Addict, Podchaser, and Giles Salad. And we ask again that you share, you like. If you feel like leaving a comment, feel free. If you have a maybe a topic that you may want me to talk about or something that you've been talking to God about that you want more, you know, just expounding on, I, feel free. Leave me uh, a message or anything, and I'll, I'll gladly do it because this is what we're here for, to get closer to God, get closer to his word, and to understand him and understand ourselves better and as well as each other. So we thank you. Most of all, we thank God, and as always, I would like to close us out in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you again, God, for this day. We thank you, God, for your presence. We thank you, God, for your Son. We thank you for the Holy Spirit that is the Comforter. We thank you, God, for your peace that you leave us, the peace that surpasses all understanding, God, the peace that man didn't give, that you gave, the peace in you to understand that no matter what we see, no matter what we go through, God, that we know that you'll give us peace. Hallelujah. We thank you, God, for giving your son for our sins. We thank you, God, for leaving your comforter to help us understand what peace means. We thank you, God, for how you're keeping us in spite of the hurricanes, keeping us in spite of the earthquakes, the tsunamis. We thank you, God, for keeping us in spite of the wildfires. We thank you for keeping us in spite of ourselves. We thank you, God. We ask that you touch the senseless killings in the land. We ask that you touch the senseless arguments over masks and vaccines right now. We should be looking out for one another's betterment instead of trying to destroy one another. So we thank you, God, for changing the mind and the hearts of your people, that we start being peacemakers, Father, so we could be called children of God. We ask right now that we speak peace words to one another, that when we even have differences, that we speak about it peacefully, that we come to a peaceful resolution, God. And if we can't speak or act in peace, I ask on today that you quicken us that we just move remove ourselves from the situation we speak peace in the atmosphere 
peace in war times, peace in peace times right now in the name of Jesus. We're asking God that you continue to touch the sick and the shut in, continue to touch those that are needing food on the table, needing bills paid, God. We're asking that you touch those that are calling out to you and asking, what must I do to be saved? What must I do to be better for you, God? What must I do to get closer to you, God? We ask, Father, that you do not hide yourself from your people. But we know you said in Matthew 7 and 7, seek and ye shall find, knock, and the door will be answered to you, God. And we ask him right now, Father, hallelujah, that you continue to be able to be found as we seek you diligently with all our hearts and minds. We just thank you for everyone that's listening. We thank you for all the homes, transportation, the jobs that are represented here. We speak over all our families. For those that are in the hour of bereavement, we ask that you touch and strengthen them right now in the name of Jesus. Those that's in the hospitals, we ask that you touch their bodies. Those that's in the jailhouses, touch their minds and their hearts right now in the name of Jesus. Touch everyone, Father, right now in the name of Jesus. The whole world, Father, from the highest place to the lowest, right now in the name of Jesus. We just continue to give you the honor the grace and all the praise that you deserve for everything that you do for us. And most of all, God, we love you because we know you first loved us. We thank you and we praise you in your son Jesus' name. Amen. Remember, God loves you. So do I. Be blessed. Welcome to the my minister hour Where you can get some prayer change Nice and fill of power All you gotta do is take one hour Treat the words of like some food Then it get devoured It's gonna help you stay focused Grind hard even when they don't notice This the holy water Who gon' help me pose Gotta make a plan and put it in motion They do the most when you chose This for the ones who I spoke Lift you up when you broken Welcome to the my minister hour Where well, you can get some prayer change Nice and fill of power All you gotta do is take one hour Treat the words just like some food Then it gets